Hello and welcome to the Rogers Brief. I'm Adam Rogers. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening. Now, the Mass Casualty Commission proceedings are set to begin tomorrow morning at 9.30 and I did a uh, setup piece uh, just before the weekend uh, detailing some of what I think is going to happen and talking about some of the schedule. And when I did that I said well if there anything happens over the weekend uh, that is significant that I would uh, do a quick uh, video uh, before the proceedings start. And there has been a few issues come up. Uh, there was a an investigative journalist, uh, Paul Polango, has released uh, his latest piece in Frank Magazine dealing with uh, Lisa Banfield. We've learned that one of the commissioners has a book coming out. I want to talk about that. Uh, Nick Beaton, uh, one of the family members and one of the key organizers, did a Facebook Live uh, piece on Saturday. I want to talk about that. And then finally this morning in the Chronicle Herald was an opinion piece by uh, Brian Sovey, who's the president of the National Police Federation. So I'll talk about those uh, four things uh, quickly here this morning. So uh, Paul Palango, uh, I've mentioned his name before, is an investigative journalist, done uh, work for uh, McLean's National Post and then now primarily for Frank Magazine on this issue, has a book coming out in April uh, on the mass casualty and a lot of the, the work that he's been doing has been excellent. So he did a piece on uh, Miss Banfield, the spouse of the shooter Gabriel Wartman, in which he talks about a couple of her uh, past small claims, court uh, claims, uh, one of which was for hair extensions, another was for a uh, diamond ring repair job, uh, and there were some, some issues there, um, you know, as her as a litigant seemed to certainly gave an impression of a, a manipulative uh, figure, so uh, we'll see what that means, if anything. And also uh, detailing and reminding us of some of the inconsistencies in her narrative, uh, where, you know, she was uh, claimed through uh, the police uh, interviews to have been assaulted and hid in the woods overnight, yet uh, seemed to have emerged uh, without any visible uh, signs of having spent a night outside in the woods in cold cold weather so uh, lots of questions uh, there to be answered this could be quite big actually there's many interests at stake in uh, her uh, victimhood and her narrative and uh, so we'll find out probably more so in the second week when some of the foundational documents uh, get released how they uh, how the commissioners address some of those inconsistencies and uh, some of the details that uh, Paul Palango has been uh, detailing. Uh, I spoke with Paul on uh, Saturday evening, and uh, you know he may have some more things coming out as the uh, as the commission unfolds. So we'll watch for that. Okay, so that's one thing. The second thing is uh, one of the commissioners, uh, Kim Stanton, who's a lawyer uh, based out of Toronto, has a book coming out, and this is not insignificant. The name of the book is Reconciling Truths: Reimagining Public Inquiries in Canada. And it'll be for sale uh, through uh, University of British Columbia Press for $90 each. Uh, so um, certainly a big, thick book. Uh, this may not be a problem. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, this inquiry I've talked about before is uh, going to be run differently than a traditional inquiry with some of the restorative concepts, uh, trauma-focused, uh, uh, trauma-informed concepts. So. We'll see what that means in practice as the weeks unfold. 
but what we now know is that one of the three commissioners, Ms. Stanton, has a personal interest at stake. You know, um, yes, she wants to do inquiries differently. Yes, well, maybe that is the case that they should be done differently, and we'll find out over time. Uh, but, you know, it looks like we'll be getting an innovative inquiry regardless of whether it fits the circumstances. And it will certainly lead to questions uh, if, you know, as things unfold, it looks like, you know, the, the method they've chosen doesn't quite address the circumstances properly. Uh, will they be unduly tied to that original plan uh, because of uh, Ms. Stanton's uh, personal interest in the, in the matter? So... Uh, we'll see how that unfolds. Um, like I say, it's uh, not necessarily a problem, but uh, she certainly uh, now has a, a personal interest at stake. Um, you know, more so than any commissioner, of course, would have some personal interest at stake, wanting to run a good inquiry and make conclusions that are logical, make sense, and uh, you know have an impact. Um, but uh, this goes a step beyond that. Okay, uh, third thing was uh, Nick Beaton uh, did a Facebook Live on Saturday, which uh, certainly uh, expressed and echoed uh, some of the frustrations that have been uh, publicized through Patterson Law Letters, uh, who's representing uh, Mr. Beaton and uh, many of the other families involved. My impression uh, watching uh, Nick Beaton uh, and just the, the way he expressed his frustrations was that the the families are considering actions that they can take and if the first few weeks of the commissioning proceedings go poorly if it looks like they're not going to address some of the hard issues uh, difficult questions then the families may be looking at what actions they can take whether it's uh, threatening to walk out or other political pressure so uh, we'll see but that is certainly a dynamic that's at play uh, you know I mentioned I'll be Watching the commissioner's opening statement, we don't get to hear an opening statement from the parties, uh, which is unusual in inquiries. So, um, you know, there's there's certainly some validation, uh, some some valid points that Mr. Beaton is making, um, and so we'll see how that is dealt with by the commission. Finally, the fourth thing uh, that came up over the weekend, actually just this morning, is this uh, op-ed piece in the Chronicle Herald. This morning from Brian Solveig, the president of the National Police Federation, and he talks about the uh, how the trauma-informed approach that the commission is taking needs also to must also apply in his view to the RCMP members. Uh, so we'll see what that means. Uh, you know, certainly they would have experienced trauma. I, I saw this in the Desmond inquiry where you know members uh, armed forces that go into difficult combat situations, experience trauma, well, it's no different for first responders, police, uh, you know, police members and others. So there's some questions that'll come up about that, how well prepared uh, they may be, uh, whether there's any training uh, to prepare them mentally for traumatic situations. Certainly we saw in the military context there seemed to be very little, if any, of that attempt to, um, you know, uh, prepare people for uh, the mental trauma that they may experience in their in the course of their jobs. Now, some will look at this and say, "Well, that's uh, the the police looking uh, to use this as an excuse to not testify, to not be cross-examined, and, and that sort of thing." So, uh, that again remains to be seen how this is going to be approached by the police forces, if they uh, really want to get to the bottom of things, or if they're in uh, protection mode themselves. So. Uh, some questions raised by that, but that was certainly interesting to read that from Mr. Sove this morning. 
So those are some things that uh, came up over the weekend. Uh, like I say, I'll be watching closely tomorrow morning, particularly uh, when the commissioners give their opening statements to see how they deal with some of these things. Uh, I've, I've done some interviews uh, recently too with uh, CTV uh, News and others that uh, will be up if you check the CTV Atlantic uh, website or the CTV National website. There's a piece by the Canadian Press where I made some comments and also uh, just spoke with uh, CTV News Atlantic and I think they'll be doing a piece over the supper hour news uh, to set up the, the commission hearings for tomorrow too. So check those out and watch for me on Twitter at AdamRogersNS and I'll be uh, making some comments as things unfold tomorrow and then doing uh, more uh, video commentary and, and blog pieces as the days unfold. So thanks for watching. I uh, hope uh, you found that interesting or enlightening and uh, we'll talk to you again soon.